What's up, nation? Today on the show, a guy who wakes up every single day trying to stop bullying. Good human beings come to the lab. Today, live in the lab with Keith Billis. Hi, I'm Keith Billis, and this is Live in the Lab. All right. A little bit of weirdness in front of the camera there for anybody who's watching. So I'm like, hey, where's the button? Where's the button? I can't get it going. How did you go viral on TikTok? You were on America's Got Talent. How much do you get paid to be on AGT? Oh, you didn't get paid. Keith and Steve here in live in the lab. You're a great interviewer. I love it. 48 miles, 48 hours. And not just once. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> I hit 50 last time and I'm like, yeah, things are a little different than they were 10 years ago. So trust me, things are to keep you. have no time for the BS that much of society seems to put on the table. Why is that? Like what you're talking about is real right now. Right? There's just no bullshit here, but it's just real. We brought you in with some Marley. I said, Joseph, let's talk music for a second. You said, well, Keith, oldies, 60s, 70s, and 80s. I've never talked to a sir before. Why are you a sir? In many ways, we're the same story. I came from nothing. You came from nothing. I think the old saying goes that if you want a trophy, you climb Everest. If you want respect, you climb K2. I've built an AI myself, and it's pretty fascinating when you can have a conversation with yourself with your own knowledge. Have you done that before? Why are we rushing to make these tools if they're all they're going to do is hurt humanity? Does the world need an Oppenheimer moment with AI? What a fun show. Boom! What's going on, nation? Hey, if you're a bully, you got to tune in. If you're a bully, don't fucking leave. Yeah, I'm swearing in the first 12 seconds. If you're a bully, get the hell out of here. Now nah, I'm kidding. If you're a bully, you're invited to today's conversation. And if you've been bullied, you absolutely are invited to today's conversation. Tyler Copenhagen Heath wakes up every single day thinking about bullying and how we can stop it. That is the kind of human beings we want to have here in the Business Athlete Performance Lab, which reminds me, today would be a great day to dig back into the manifesto. You know that piece of paper we created, that document, that digital document, those words on a piece of paper? Those words that came out of my brain, put them on a piece of paper, shared them with all of you, published my values, published my beliefs for all of you. You know where I stand. You know how I'm going to lead you. You know that I'm going to act a certain way all the time. I'm pretty predictable. Today, we got no fucking time for bullying. Today, we want to accelerate and accentuate this idea of kindness. You know, yesterday we talked about good manners. Chris Rudin joined us in the room. Oh man, Chris Rudin, you got to tune into yesterday's show. Tyler, you got to tune into yesterday's show. You got to have Chris on your show, man. Because I can guarantee you, Tyler, Chris has been bullied. I'll connect you guys. Solid, solid human being. Anyways, we talked yesterday about having good manners. Again, simple Hulk Hogan, eat your Wheaties stuff. But I don't care. I actually don't care. What I care about is bringing my energy to remind all of you the power of kindness. I'm going to give you guys a little message, a little bit of a secret, just like I gave you guys a secret yesterday around good manners. Do you know, if, do you, nobody's ever going to give you shit for being too kind. Hang on that one for a second. Nobody's ever going to give you grief for being too kind. Think about that for a second. So if you're firing somebody today, I'll challenge you. If you're making a difficult decision to disrupt a human being's life today, pause, be kind, just be kind. Trust me. It'll come back even bigger and better for you. And I'm on a mission, man. I'm on a mission to help companies bring kindness into the organization. So when they walk people out the door, that person's feeling better than ever. Maybe it didn't work out. Maybe it's not the human being's fault. Maybe it's the person who hired them's fault. Maybe it's the organization's fault. The point is, who cares? Kindness. Live with it. Live it. Be it. Act it. Bring it to the table every day. It's not hard, you know? There's actually no skill involved with kindness. So if I'm the guy here on LinkedIn or YouTube or X, oh, by the way, we go live noon central time on those platforms every single day. If I'm the guy talking kindness all the time, well, I'm, I, you don't like it, then tune out. Go tune out because we're here to talk kindness. No, it's not naivety. It's reality. So that's what I offer to you today. Be kind. And I also offer to you today the upcoming conversation today with Tyler. I'm jacked about it. I met him for a few minutes in the in, you know, green room over there. I think Tyler's joining us from Arizona. And I, I know I've had guests from Arizona before. I'm sorry, Tyler, that you're in Arizona. I, I'm sorry. I'm in Winnipeg. I know you don't know where that is. It's just north of you. I, you also probably know you took our hockey team a few years ago. So, But that's fine. You're going to lose your hockey team again. We're going to go to the Stanley Cup this year. So, But, you know, Tyler, we can talk about that on a different show. And I, I'm not talking behind your back. I'm talking in front of you in the green room. So I, that just the reality is, is that you come from Arizona, not holding it against you. I know I got family down there. I love my family in Arizona. I'm familiar with Arizona. We've had a bunch of guests through the Arizona area. And Tyler's our next guest joining us 
from Arizona. Why do we do that? Why do we put the monologue aside? If you're a creator, by the way, if you're a creator, and you're just tuning in and you're like, I'm stuck. I want to, I got a side hustle I want to build. I got this knowledge in my head. I just don't know how to unlock it. You do actually. I've been learning that running the show for the last eight months or however long it's been. That knowledge in your head is worth something. And if you're struggling to unlock it, come DM me, come knock on my door. We're launching some pretty cool, exciting things for creators like you. And I'll leave you this tip. Go back and listen to some shows. You'll hear what we're doing. But if you think about this, remember how Apple created the app store for developers? Yeah, I do. Well, we're creating the creator store for creators. Those that want to monetize their knowledge or their experiences, but don't know how, don't know where to start, come to the lab. We'll help you start. All right. So listen, Tyler's been patiently waiting. It's funny. I tell the guests to show up like an hour in advance. They sit here and hang out. I'm like, yeah, just fuck, hang out, man. I'm not going to talk to you. Joking aside, Tyler's been hanging out for a few minutes. He's going to jump in. He's got an awesome podcast. I listened to it today um, while I was working out. I think Tyler works out too. Awesome show. Uh, bully. I think it's bully this, I think is Tyler, right? You guys got to hear the show. I know we're going to pump it up on the show, but it'll add value to your life. There's a lot of crap out there, right? Not this show. You know, you got to listen to Live in the Lab. Great show runs every single day. And then when you're done listening to my show, go listen to Tyler's show. Great show as well. So listen, I'm going to stop talking on behalf of Tyler and let's bring Tyler to the room here and bring him on stage. <laughs> What's shaking? So glad to be here. What's, oh man, Keith, you got great energy, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Awesome. I, I'm just trying to find my button so I can be on the right camera with you. And there you are right there. I tend to hear that often when people walk into the room, like, hey, Keith, you got energy. I'm like, no, I'm just kind of being mellow today. No, I love it. I mean, I'm, I thrive off energy. You know, it's like, you'll pick me up today. So, <laughs> well, I, I will fully confess uh, as I was sourcing guests, I, you know, so those that, don't know how this whole podcast industry works. A couple of platforms out there that you put yourself out there and you, you meet, you connect with other people. And I, Tyler's on pod match, like I'm on pod match. And I saw Tyler's profile and I know we never want to judge a book by its cover. We just don't. I saw Tyler's picture. I looked in my own mirror. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to get along with this guy. <laughs> I appreciate that. A lot. My, I said to my colleague, I said, and I'm sorry for what I'm going to say next, but uh, white collar stick in the mud accountants, we don't do very well here in the lab. And I got no, and, and I love my accountant friends and I love my lawyer friends, but Tyler, I saw your image and I'm like, I'm going to rock and roll this dude. Yeah, no, thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> People either hand me change or get along with me. That's about it. Hand <laughs> you change, eh? Arizona, whereabouts in Arizona, Ty? We're downtown Phoenix. Like oh, you can throw rock at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Born and bread? No, all over the place. Um, got an interesting life story. It's had yeah. me all over. I, I actually know where you live because as a kid, I spent some time in British Columbia. Oh, so no yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah, okay. I love BC. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So BC is way over there, as you know, and I'm here in the yep. middle of Canada. So, yeah. uh, but I'll tell you, you made a comment about moving all over the place. I, I got to crack a joke with my American friend. What is it with Americans moving all over the place? That's a good question. You know, like you guys dive too far off topic, but I mean, like, there's I do a lot of traveling. We have a docu series where we travel the world. Yeah. Like I've done some volunteer work. Was an MMA corner where we traveled the world. You know, it's wow. like I love getting out of this country and learning the world and like it's built my heart i feel yes, yes. Um, but at the same time there's some amazing things about this country obviously um yes. and not the least of, of which is like there is no visa involved in living in the mountains on the uh, sea in yes. the desert you know it's like we have everything you could possibly want no visa away right and so maybe we just you know, like I want to get out of the mountains. I don't want wet feet anymore. I'm going to live in Arizona and I'll deal with 125 degree weather for a while, you know? And so, yeah. but it's worth our winners. So yeah. I think, I think that's why we travel around. <laughs> cultural thing though, Ty, because I know in Canada, you know, we have similar things, I guess, right? You can live in the prairies here. It's like you can live in Nebraska or you can go live out in California or in Florida or in the mountains. I, I just, I, I, my perception is here in Canada, Canadians, you know, they, 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 they build their roots in their province and they rarely move where it's not uncommon for me to meet my American friends. Like, oh yeah, I lived in Oklahoma for a while. And now I live in Nebraska. And now I live in California. Hell, I had a guy on my show last week that moved from Oakland down to San Diego and you know had to make a point of mentioning he was from Oakland, loved Oakland, but moved to the beach and hates the beach. And I was like, oh, come on. Like something's not adding up for me, man. But uh, yeah, you guys just move. Yeah, I mean- I, I actually didn't expect to be back in Phoenix. I was living in Greece for a little while um, okay. up until coming back here. And we actually were looking at Detroit and really? for a lot of reasons for our new tech company. 
And, um, you know, there was too many synergies, too many people telling me that I needed to be here. Like, Hey, if you're here, we can do this for you, that for you. So we ended up back here in, uh, downtown Phoenix, kind of where it all started. And, um, you know, I, I think overall it's, it was the right choice. You know, we're happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Great community. When you mentioned we Tyler, may I ask who we is? Family? Yeah, uh, I mentioned mostly my business partner. Okay. So not married, no kids, you know. And so yeah. um, business partner, I've been working on companies together for, I guess, 15 years now or something like that. Yeah. We knew each other as kids too. So um, kind of like we just make those decisions together. And, you know, it's like we really thought Detroit was the answer or Houston was the answer. And yeah. then just too many synergies, you know, ended up back here. And I, I think it was the right move. You know, it's hard to say yeah. at this point, but... Like it enough here. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. So uh, you help entrepreneurs redefine their stories at, uh, I think, is it, is it Glaive or Glav? Glaive. Glaive. Yeah. At Glaive. Serial founder. You're a mentor. Podcast host. Great show, by the way. Solid show. You and your, you and your co-host. You. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the, the energy. Enjoyed the topics. Mm. Timely. Um, talk about niche, but but a meaningful niche. Like, man, good for you guys for that one. Congratulations on your success. Uh, a pro bono Thank entrepreneur you. consultant. I like that. In other words, in other words, I'm the same. I give a lot of advice for free to my friends who are entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs, and I like to help them with a big smile on my face. Right, Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Especially then, those without the rich dad that's going to help them, right? I mean, there's so much red tape and it's really imaginary red tape that we yes. can help people get past with just a conversation a lot of times. Yes. So yeah. yeah, I love that part of my life where I get to, you know, help with that stuff, sort of stuff. Oh man, me too. I, I, uh, I drove my kids to school today on the way home. I, I, I saw a lady driving in the car behind me and she was recently a part of, so as we know, Tyler, the media industry is going through cuts after cuts, right? And she was part yeah. of Canada's national broadcasting company. And last week, the net, one of the, one of the big broadcasters shed five thousand jobs, and and she was uh, so you, you know like 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 a CNN or like a like a CNBC like a big national media company, and she was one of the national reporters. So last yeah. week she lost her job, and I said I said hey listen I said I know it's tough right now, I said but I can assure you that your future is extremely bright. Yeah, With greater economy and the way the economy is changing. And, and then I just shared a bunch. So the segue, I just shared a bunch of advice, like the entrepreneurial advice that I've learned along the way. Right. Cause you know, and, and that's, I, I, I get a lot of joy to that same thing, which is giving back to people that are asking the same questions you and I probably had over our time. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend, you know, I guess this is the best way I can describe it. She always used to say, Tyler, I want you to have joy. I want you to have joy in your life. And I would tell her, you know what? Life's a giant ass kicking. You know, it's like, I don't have a lot of joy, you know, but since I don't have joy, you know, I try to do as much as I can for other people. Yes. And, um, you know, then I was in first world businesses and everybody like, oh, Tyler, you have it made. Like you're in such cool companies and you have such cool clients and you're doing all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, but I'm not, I don't have joy. I'm, it's not that, you know, like there's no happiness through it. You know, it's just like kind of getting by until I started switching into what I have now. Mm -hmm. And like, without even trying, like most of what I do is 90% is like, I just help people for free. 90% of my business these days, or like my business dealings are helping people for free, helping people save their business that's failing, helping somebody starting that's new. And especially from like a rough area that doesn't have any help. And so my life, believe it or not, like I wake up every day now and there's joy. Like I deal with the most amazing people. Like I get so much out of life and, you know, so, you know, I almost admittedly, uh, you know, like I have joy now, you know, and like, and, and that just came from kind of like organically trying to do the right thing. And then it came to me too, you know, kind of like bully this, you know, bully, this is a podcast about bullied kids. You yes. know, Cliff and I have a heart for kids. <laughs> Cliff was uh, number five middleweight in the world in the UFC and um, he was a bullied kid right? And we've been training partners for years. We're like, man, we want to do something for these kids. And you set out to do something for the kids and you learn about yourself. It's actually improved my life doing it. You know, I didn't even realize I was bullied, but I wasn't bullied by kids. I was bullied by adults. And I learned that through the podcast. And the second you start to like analyze yourself and learn about yourself, you can make yourself better too. So you set out to help somebody and you usually end up helping yourself, you know? So that's why the road's always worth it. Love it, Tyler. Love it. Tyler, let's dig into... <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's dig into bullying. Yeah. Let's dig into that topic that is, it's so generalized, yeah. yet it can be very specific. And what I mean by the specific part is that I suspect there's lots of microaggression bullying that happens that we don't even 
and aren't even aware of. And I suspect that's what you meant when you said as an adult, I didn't even realize I was being bullied and still I started having conversations on the show. Expand yeah. on that, Tyler. You know, and like Billy can be so much. And so people ask me to define what I am. I don't even know how to describe it these days. You know, am I an entrepreneur? Am I a philanthropist? Am I just a guy like that looks weird and tries to help people? You know, like, I don't know what I am. And so lately I've been defining it this way. Like I fight bullies and I help underdogs, you know, and then bullying can mean a lot of things. It's specifically a kid. Most of the time is what we envision, but mm -hmm. it can be like, bullying in the workplace. It can be like a, a big business bullying a small business. It can be, you know, like there's another, you know, protection that I have a big, what do you want to say, love of small business. You know, it's like I get extremely angry when I hear about a big business bullying a small business into like, you know, like into closing down. Like that's another thing for me. And so bully can be so much different on so many levels. And it is those micro tendencies. And usually, you know, when we are talking to people, hurt people hurt people, right? And, you know, a lot of times it's like I get bullied, you know, since I've started like being out there in the world on social media and stuff more. And, you know, quite often, like somebody will send me a crappy response, you know, and I'll just say, I hope you have a better day. And then like literally, believe it or not, then they're like, thank you, Tyler. You know, it's like they turn it around, you know. And so like another thing I've learned about bullying is like these people are just having like rough times, bad days. Now, it doesn't give them any excuse. I'm not saying it does. But one of the best ways to diffuse a situation is with kindness, just like you talked about in the intro in the show, you know, like it's hard to be mean to kind people. And I, if I have one lesson to preach before I, you know, like leave this planet, it's like the world is, should be built on kindness. You know, like we, we have no reason not to be kind, you know, and it and takes no skill. Yeah. It none. takes zero skill. Yeah. It, it takes a level of awareness though, as you would agree, yeah. which is where people get lazy. Don't they? Yeah. With that. I mean, anger's weakness. Mm -hmm. the complete weakness you know it's like i could go out and try to solve my problems with these daily you know like i could do that if i want you know it's like why would i do that i'd much rather make a friend than an enemy you know i've got a lot of things i'm passionate about the more people i can rally behind me like we have a, a thing we're starting for age out foster kids i want as many people on my side about that because age out foster kids you know 90 percent of the uh people on death row in california right now are from the foster care system 60 percent of sex traffic vic victims Sorry, back it up. Aged out foster. Yeah. So age out foster care is where we're working. But if you look into the stats around foster kids in general, 90% yeah. of the I think it's yeah, 90% is the stat on death row in um, California. And there were in the foster care system. Yeah. 60% of sex trafficking victims come from the foster care system. What you're telling me is that if you're in the foster care system, yeah, the 60% the, the chance your life is actually going to not end very well. It's horrible. You know, and like one of the things I uh, I own, you know, is I own a production studio and like really interesting people come in from the production studio, bought it a couple months ago um, because it's an imperative part of our tech company that we're building. Mm -hmm. And so basically all these really interesting people come in. I have billionaires that come in here. I have rock stars, I have celebrities, athletes every single day, somebody new. And um, this group comes in and they're an advocacy group for um, kids, youth incarceration. So we sit down and we start talking, you know, and uh, I'm trying to give them some advice on something they're working on. And they tell me this, and I like, you're not going to believe this. When we don't have anywhere for kids to go, we're sending them to the same youth incarceration center as the bad kid. So what kind of odds are we giving kids when we're sending them to jail before they did anything wrong? And I'm the, I'm the um, offspring of a parent who's in jail for 15 years. The stats on that are like, I shouldn't be here. I should be having bars in front of me right now. Like almost zero chance. You know, it's like, let alone a kid that gets sent to jail. What's the recidivative rate? You know, and so like, I found out about this. That led to another thing that we were working on. And then like, we landed on age out foster kids for now. But really what I want to get to eventually is no kids should go to jail. No kids should go to jail because there's nowhere else for them. Like it's, I don't know how we live in a world that does that. Tyler, who are you? <laughs> No, I, I'm, I'm so one of the things I pride myself here in the lab is, is getting close to my guests and making them feel safe in the lab and not being afraid to ask difficult questions. You spent the last 20 minutes talking like a hero, which I admire, man. I did my research. You are a real, you're a real life superhero. I'm going to say it right. It is your fucking superhero. No, you are. But who are you? Take the hat off. Take the T-shirt off behind the mask. Who's Tyler? He's honestly just a normal kid that dealt with a lot of frustration going growing up. Um who was counted out of this world more times than not. 
And like now, like I want to change that for other people. You know, part of what I feel like I do through business, we, I work in small business a lot, is like I want to bring resources to people like me growing up with nothing because we're raised in systems we don't think are fair, right? I mean, let me put it this way. If Bill Gates was raised in the foster care system and has a billion dollars right now, guess what has no more problems in the world? You have a passion for where you came from, right? Just like me, you know, and like, that's why I like to help other people that yeah. came from, you know, kind of rough circumstances. And I think, but the thing is, you can't give it to them. You have to help them earn it, you know, and you can't be a crazy man on the street corner saying save the world. You have to have a lot of resources, right? I'm going to be a billionaire. Zero doubt in my mind. Glaive is going to take me to billionaire status. And it's not like when I pick, close my eyes and like I, I tell people to picture this these days. You remember Happy Gilmore, that movie? Okay, you remember the part where he, uh, he's like, think of your happy place. And it's that beautiful woman comes out with the, the beer jugs and, you know, it's like he puts himself in the happy place so he can golf. So I tell people, close your eyes. Think of your success place. What does your success look like, Right. And close your eyes right now and picture that. Are you picturing what the world thinks? Or what, are you deep thinking what you think? Mm -hmm. And until you learn to decide what your success is, you'll never get there. We don't know where we're going if we don't know, like, you know, what our eventual goal is. So if you're just picturing the fancy car because you think you're supposed to or the house because you think you're supposed to, it's like, is that success? And in my mind, no. Success is changing the things you're most passionate about. Like, I don't want a kid going to prison. You know, I want poor kids to have a shot at business. I don't want business dying at a 3% rate like it is now. You know, like I don't want those things. And so it's like, I guess I've found a place in my life where I've realized importance pretty quickly. I guess 40 is pretty early to have realized it. And that's, that's who I am. I'm a normal dude that just like, I want to change some things in this world before I go. That's it. Props, man. Dad was in prison. Yeah. 15 years. Raised my mom. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> mom, I mean to her benefit, she wasn't given the best hand, right? You know, it's like, it's not easy to raise three kids alone. So mom tried, mom has her issues. Mom had a horrible, horrible boyfriend. Unbelievable. You know, as much as I'm a people lover, no love for that person. So um, mom had struggles, right? So yeah, but it, it's weird. You know, it's like, we should all be statistics. You know, it's like people th think I did all right. You should see my brothers. One of them's, uh, you know, like PhD. Um, an archaeologist works for Nissan. He's one of the foremost authorities in the world on AI technology. Like unbelievable, you know, like person. Him and I actually sword fight together on Saturday. He's at a medieval sword fighting gym. So it's like my brother's, and he's he's better than I am at it. So my brother's an archaeologist who's AI technology genius who happens to long sword fight really well. So time, you know, I I, I pride myself on bringing you know normal people, interesting people through the lab to really have interesting and, and, and intimate conversations. You're suggesting it's cool. You're telling me that the deck was stacked against you and your, your siblings, yet you yeah. and your siblings have done extremely and exceptionally well. Based on the experience I have had with the over 100 guests that have come through the lab so far, you are the anomaly. Why is that? You know, I, I wish I could put a trigger on that. I would love to because I would give that information away in a second. You know, I, I go work with um, underprivileged kids a lot, my favorite people to work with, you know, and it's like, and then I, you know, I didn't share these stories. You couldn't have got all this out of me two years ago. No way. No way you could have got this out of me. You know, it's like I had to go to a lot of transitions to like, stop working undercover. You know, I spent five years volunteering at the children's home. I didn't tell even my girlfriend who thought I was cheating on her. Well, she knew me better, but still she's like, where do you go? Where do you, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, it's like, yes, I thought I was doing the right thing, you know? And so like, but, but the world is growth and mentioned, you know, content, you know, it's like all these people losing their jobs and their, their content in the world. And not only that, but why are we good or like are for good? There's so much bad content, so much nefarious content. It's like, we need to start the best tool we on earth. And, you know, so have you heard about our docu-series, Rede Redefining Heroes? I have, yes. Did you see anything? Absolutely. Okay. I, yeah, I watched so we, ju we just filmed episode one in Cambodia. Um, and I'll drop a little if I could. Um, so Please. we went over and um, there's a man, have you ever heard of Scott Neeson before? I have not, no. And this is what's sad about the world. But you've heard of Kim Kardashian, I'm sure. Yes. Okay. So... What if I told you Scott was a guy that was a high school dropout. He started running a projector in a, a movie house and he became president of Fox Films. And he did Titanic, X-Men, Braveheart, all these huge, wonderful movies, right? And then he takes a trip to Cambodia and he sees these kids literally dying in a trash dump. 
like three, four, five years old, six years old, can't go to school, like dying in this trash dump, picking up scraps for like pennies a day, you know? And so he says, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. I've got to change it. And he sells his mansion. He sells his car. He sells everything he owns. He's got 1700 kids over there in Cambodia now that he takes care of, takes care of their families. He feeds them. He's got a bunch of kids in college. I've met the man, you know, and you're like, I'm out to find a hero, right? That's what we do. We want to showcase heroes and we, we, uh, we organize the content for charity. So all the charity goes to them. And it's like, I didn't find a hero. I found a saint. You know, it's like, this man is the most amazing, incredible man I've ever met in my life. I'm proud to call him a friend, but it's amazing. Nobody's heard his name. So I will change that before I die too. I got a couple of things on my list. I got to change. And one of them is, you know, people need to know who Scott is because we need to look up to somebody like Scott. Yes. You know, it's like, not everybody needs to sell everything they own and go do that, but we can at least appreciate and support people that are. The world needs to hear stories like Scott and the stories you're telling on that show as well as the bully show, because we're moving to a world very rapidly where it's a bunch of just machine generated content and we're losing humanity. Yeah, absolutely. Can you can you picture uh, who was it that used to uh, talk under the tree? Um, not Aristotle, you know, but like one of those old philosophers, you know, like this is our tree. Yes. This is our tree now. You know, we have to use this tool. And even me, this is my biggest fear on the planet. I was never afraid of like being in the ring with middleweights and sparring. I was never afraid of like traveling the world to these random uh, crazy locations. I was never afraid of 100 hour work weeks or 26 workouts a week. This scares the heck out of me. <laughs> so, and that's why yeah. I knew eventually I had to do it, right? Because you have to approach your fears, you know? And so, and my life's changed dramatically since I started sharing and talking. And, you know, like if we don't share our stories, there's nobody that thinks it's possible. You know, if I'd never read a story about somebody coming out of, like horrible circumstances and you know like making it like seeing it possible it's important so people need to be out there you know sharing stories you for the right you heard me on my monologue you need to meet uh chris rudin i had him on my show yeah. yesterday he's uh he's one arm his he, he you talk about he's got one arm and he's he's a dis he, and I'm not speak because he told me to speak this way. He's like, he's disabled. And I was, I didn't know how to talk about it. He's like, Keith, you can call me disabled. And he would not be offended by that. I've been talking to him today. He talked about hiding for so long. He's like, I, he was a public speaker. I stood on stage, would never reveal my arm, hide, you know, was always, was always hiding wow. until, until a young lady was, a young child, Tyler was standing on stage next to him and she grabbed his arm. He's freaking out. And she's like, it's okay. You're safe with me. Yeah. And I share that story because you shared with me moments ago how you were hiding. Yeah. And it took a moment in your life for you to finally recognize that it's okay to start being Tyler. I'm, I'm a fan of moments behind the moment, Tyler. If you heard my shows, yeah. you know, because we yep. always talk about the moment, but I like to go deeper because there's something that went even deeper there where the light went on. There's a yeah. reason you and your two siblings have made it, air quotes. What was it? You know, I, you know, I love my brothers. I don't know. They're built differently than me. Um, you know, for me, a lot of it at first, I know it when I, when I got past that defeated part where yes. like, they're right. I'm never going to amount to nothing. Like I had teachers, principals tell me, Hey, father's in prison. You're going there. You know, you're, you know, like I, I was told I was stupid, you know? And so I thought I wasn't intelligent. I was afraid of college, you know? And like, I had enough doors closed in my face, you know, like through the college thing. It's like, like I had like incredible track record of my jobs, but I had no degree and everybody kept going, sorry, no degree, no, you know, no job. And so I got tired of that finally. And I guess that put to forth a little bit of bravery, but when you're told you're stupid your whole life, you believe it. And then college is scary. Right. And so I go and I start like processing college and getting into some classes and realizing that like, I actually can do this, you know, like, this isn't as hard as I thought. And I actually excelled in college. And then there was a, a little win, right? And then like fitness was a little win. And then I got a little bit more confidence and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can do this. And then you get to that, maybe I can do this point. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what? Are we still wearing on this show? Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah. We're like, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. You know, they, they told me that I would never amount to anything. Okay. Let's see that. You know, you almost had me there. Let's see that. What's the hardest degree you've got at this institution? Now that I've got a little confident. Oh, biochemistry this is the biggest word I could think of. So I, then I enrolled in biochemistry and I got a degree in biochemistry. And the next thing I know, I was starting a business while I was enrolled in my degree in biochemistry. And then I started a successful business and then I went up back and got my MBA. And I think most of this time, it's like, you mother effers, you know, look, check this out. What do you think of this? Oh, what's next? You know, it's like, you don't like me. You want to compete with me. You don't like me, you know, whatever. It's like, I'll prove you wrong. What else? What else? 
what else can I add onto the list? Right. You know, it's like, so I had that, I had that anger and you can see it comes out a little bit, that chip on the my chip shoulder, on shoulder. Mm -hmm. kept me going for a long time. It's like the workouts, I lived for my workouts, you know, give me more pain. You know, I'll take that other pull up. I would hear their voices in my head saying, Hey, you don't want to do that other pull up. Hey, you want to put away that biochemistry book, don't you? You know, it's like I fall asleep in my book every single night arguing with myself about that, you know, getting that extra pull up, you know, training 26 times a week. Like they don't want you to do it, Tyler. They don't want you to do it. It's like, why am I going to prove them right? Why am I going to make them happy about that? So that's one phase, right? And then I happened to go speak to a group of kids, which I told you I was really quiet about everything I was doing in life. And, you know, when my first business, I wouldn't even tell people I owned it. I told people I worked there, you know, it's like, so I don't know, you can call it humble. It actually held the business back. I turned down four reality shows on that business. Ray Freitas, social media, had one YouTube video. It went to 8 million, you know, it's like, and refused to do any of that stuff. But then I go and I finally approach this fear. I get invited to talk to this underprivileged um, group of college kids, first-generation college kids. It's like a program to get them enrolled in it. And this kid stands up and he goes, Tyler, it's like, I don't have a question for you. And I get goosebumps saying it. And he's like, I just want to tell you something. He's like, I'm going to watch you because I can't wait to see what you do next. And now everything I do in life is involved. Those people that support me and care and are watching me. I think about that. Like every time I like get lazy or get afraid or, you know, I'm like that kid's watching you, dude, you better start something else. So wait till you yeah. have, if you're going to choose to have kids, like I, you know, yeah. what keeps me accountable every single day is my freaking kids. Cause I see how hard they work. And I'm like, well, fuck, I can't be lazy. Cause my, my, my son goes to hockey every single day of the week. My daughter dances. My other daughter does her thing. And I'm like, well, shit, I can't sit around because they're working harder than I am. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine that feeling. I have a niece that I adore, you know, and, uh, you know, like, um, I can't even imagine it. I, I guess it's, yeah, I'll bet it's gotta be incredible motivation, you know, it, incredible. It, it keeps you honest, right? Tyler, yeah. Tyler, were you a bully? No, you know, I like my regrets were mostly, um, I didn't stand up enough for other people. Mm -hmm. Now I do obviously mm -hmm. last 25 years of my life, you know, like, and I've, I, what's weird is I approach it differently now. Like I worked in the service industry a lot, like really thankless jobs, you know, low end employment where you were treated like crap, you know? And so mm -hmm. like, if I see that happening, I say something, but through the bullying podcast, I used to get, I'm a, I'm the nicest guy you'll ever meet in person. Honestly, I'm not an angry person, but I don't like bullies, you know? And so like, I used to get a little bit like, why are you talking to them that way? And I would be a little bit more assertive, but now I come up with different ways since the bully podcast. It's like, one quick story. I was at the protein shop the other day and like this guy's ordering a protein, a protein drink and he starts yelling at the guy behind the service counter. He's like, you didn't tell me there wasn't ice cream base and I'm allergic to this. He's screaming at the guy behind the counter. And so like, I'm thinking to myself and I'm like, I want to say something. I, I got to step in here. I can't handle this, you know? And so instead of like just confronting the guy and telling him to stop being rude, instead I go, Hey, I'll buy that shake. Right. I didn't care what, I don't care what it is. I'll buy it. How much? Here you go. Eight bucks. Handed him eight bucks. And the guy like left feeling foolish, right? Mm -hmm. Kid behind the counter. Thanks me profusely. Saved his butt. And there was a guy in front of me in line. He said, thank you so much for doing that because I was one second from punching him in the face. You know? And so like, so like just like going through, like I said, you, you set out to help other people, you improve your own lives. So now I approach those kind of problems a little bit differently. You know, it's like being the voice of reason. It like, that's the key to bullying actually is the kidneys want to have one friend and then you got to be voice of reason that third party in any situation you have to like and this is a mental training thing right we're sheep as people mm -hmm. you have to defeat that right it's like people get stabbed in front of 50 people because nobody does no nothing nobody get, does nothing right you have to train break True. that habit yes, yes. you got to find out where you sit you know and like i won't sit by and let that happen i guarantee it's not happening on my watch i've been in situations like that it doesn't happen and it's not because i'm superhuman it's because I pre-trained my mind how I feel about something and I will get involved with something I don't feel is right. It's worth every bit of, of life to me. So, And it's clear that you use the power of words and the power of language yeah. to move your narrative forward, which I have nothing but respect for because that's what I'm all about as well. I love this communicating. I love yeah. the power of words. I always yeah. say, as a human being, Tyler, we have control over two things that affect us. The words that come out of our mouth and the food that goes into our mouth. Yeah. Yet, as a human being, we, pardon my language, we fucking fail at both of them every single day. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do. <It's> true, <laughs> yeah.
Absolutely. It's true. Talk to me about the power of the gym because you have mentioned it a number of times and it's a big belief of mine as well. Uh, I think, and 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 it's, it's, it's a value of mine that magic happens once you get that extra rep in, because that yes. teaches you everything else in life. Does it not, Tyler? Absolutely, it does. And you know, the other thing I would say to that is um, if you're out there right now and you're a kind-hearted person, you owe it to the world to give yourself that shell to go with it, right? You can build this, oh. you know? You can build this, right? It's like, you can't build this. So more kind-hearted people need to be badasses, in my opinion. Oh. Get out there, lift weights, right? Lift heavy, you know? Use some of that stuff that's going on with you and get a little bit mad about that. Get that out in the gym. Join in a mixed martial arts gym. That's another thing that changed my life. My closest friends in life are all people I've trained with for 15, 20 years. You know, like unbelievable people, not bullies, not bullies at all, kind-hearted people, wonderful. There's a certain, I don't know, like respect when you sign a waiver that says we can hurt each other. You know, like they're the most polite people on the planet. <laughs> you know, like you walk into a gym, you've signed a waiver that says we can hurt each other if we really want to, right? But instead, you choose, of course, to be competitive, but we want each other training the next day again, right? There's no meanness to it. Bullies get pushed out of MMA gyms quickly, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's by the crowd, you know, it's not by the owners, you know? And so like the power of like, in just accomplishing something, it's like, if you can accomplish the dedication it takes to build yourself, your body, you know, like you can accomplish anything. That's what, you know, people ask me about business all the time. They're surprised. Tyler, I opened the door. I've been here six months. I'm supposed to have a million dollar business. Who said, who said you did, you know, it's like, same with the gym. I've been going for six months. It's like, what are you eating? How are you lifting? Do you know anything about what you're doing? Are you sleeping? You know, it's like, let's, let's put all that together. Are you really trying? Just showing up is not enough, right? You have to try too. And that, that's what I say about education. I'm a firm believer that not everybody needs an education, but at the same time, everybody's like, I went to college. I didn't get anything out of it. You should drop out like me, Mark Zuckerberg. I did, you know, it's like, then I can have a billion dollar company. It's like, we don't tell the stories about all the people that dropped out of college that didn't make it. And not only that, but I don't walk in my MMA gym and say, I'm here, make me the best in the world. I paid my enrollment fee. You know, it's like, why do we expect that from college? You have to give too. you know, it's like I studied biochemistry. I got myself involved with an amino acid spider lab so I could learn more. You know, it's like, like I studied things outside of that that were interesting to me around fitness and things like that. And I learned that way right? You know, it's like, you have to seek that education too. You can't expect a teacher to give it all to you, you know? And so I don't know, that's kind of a circling back around to the gym. That's the way I believe you got to put in, but it'll change your life. If you put in accomplishing things in general will. Well, I, I I ask you it because I like to inspire audiences listening because it, it comes back to a question. It absolutely segues back to something you said moments ago, which was, I'm going to be a billionaire one day. And I know you are, and I believe it. And to hear you confidently say, I'm going to be one. And anybody listening right now, I'm telling you right now, everybody, it links to Tyler's dedication to going to the gym every single day. Yeah. They're one in the same. I, I, yeah. They absolutely are one in the same. I agree. Why are you so confident you're going to be a billionaire one day? Because the world needs it. They need kind-hearted people like me that that get there. You know, it's like we they need people like me in the room. The world really needs it. It's like I'm gonna save small business, I'm gonna change things for foster care. Animal abuse makes me sick. You know, it's like like these are some things I have to change. And I realized, you know, it's like the success is what helps you change those things. People out there that want to start a business, the money is not the the excuse me, money is a tool. Mm-hmm. You know, once you've had some nice stuff, you realize it's just a tool. But what is it? Is that not true? Yeah. Just want to get rid of all my stuff now. Just help people. Yeah. I mean, like I've had my points in life where I'm like, I got to get rid of all this stuff. And I've just got to, you know, like, like I've had my points where I'm almost over there with Scott, like giving up everything I own. But it's like, it is so imperative that I become as successful as possible because I know what my heart will do for the world. So I have to. I have no choice. I have to do it. And Glaive is the is the thing that's going to take us to billionaire status. You know, like I mean, we're competing against five companies right now that are all considered billion dollar companies. But you're the. And under- I know we can do it better. Well, I was just going to say, and you're the underdog. And in my experience, yeah. the underdogs generally outlast everyone else. Oh, we'll no quit in me whatsoever. That's the one thing you can say about me in life. You know, everything is tied to no quit. You know, it's like I don't have any quit in me. You know, and so I will get there. I will absolutely get there. And not only that, but Glaive. 
it's not, it will change the world. It will absolutely change the world if we bring it about in the way we're bringing it about. And, you know, like our competitors are all people from huge corporate backgrounds that raised heavy amount of funding, you know, and those are our competitors. Instead, we decided to bootstrap. We're down here in Phoenix. We do it one person at a time. We call it working in the micro. And so I sit with people like I stayed here till eight o'clock last night helping, uh, helping people, you know, mm -hmm. like for free. You know, like helping people with their business. You know, it's like we have a bunch of desks here for free. You can come sit in the desk anytime. I hop over there and help you with accounting, marketing, whatever you want help with. We do free seminars. We did our first one. A hundred people showed up in person. Um, you could book into my schedule. I help people consulting for free. I travel off site um, and I help failing businesses. All day Friday I was out there with somebody about to lose their business. I'm in their books. I'm in their strategy. I'm in their life trying to decide what they want to do with this thing. Like that's what we do and we feel by doing that it's eventually going to build us a community that is going to take us way beyond any investor's money will mm -hmm. ty how's business changing in 2024 for the you entrepreneur know, and the young entrepreneur and the startup and and i'm just going to finish asking my question here you know ai yeah. is you speak with your brother ai is weaving its way into our world really quickly and it's going fast right yeah um, how, you know, are the days racing to raise millions of dollars from VC ending and the days of bootstrapping lean and nimble, get your product to the market and go, is that, is that, was that what's changing Tyler from your point of view? Talk to me about today's entrepreneur. The world's changing so much when it comes to business. I mean, the percentage of GDP for small business in 1950 was like 75%. Today it's 46%. So what that means is the American dream is basically dying via small business. You know, and so it is changing. It's more competitive. You have more opportunity to get crushed. You know, it's like they're making it harder. There's a lot more red tape. Um, but there is opportunity there too. Because I think the one thing, everybody complains about the younger generation. One thing I love about the younger generation is they know business should have meaning behind it. Yes. We're not about the big corporate, uh, what do you want to say, you know, companies anymore without a heart. People that are younger are willing to buy from places that have a heart. So I think we can change that impact that's happening right now to small business because I could go, I don't want to bore with people with a bunch of stats, but in every single way, small business is better than for the world. It is literally the economic driver for the entire world. It is what changes the way that governments act. Because if you have everybody like at the top that have all kinds of money and nobody else gets into politics because there's no balance to that ecosystem, and that's what small business does. It takes away from big business. It gives it to the middle class. And now we have other people that compete in the world, right? Otherwise, if they're all up here and it continues to be perpetual wealth systems, the world's gone, right? We're going to go ready player one. You know, like we're two corporations on the entire world. So the landscape is changing a lot and like caring is going to be a big thing. And this tool is going to be our biggest advantage there. Read um, the founder of Walmart's book, uh, Sam Walton. Mm -hmm. He says, how can you compete with Walmart? And this was before social media and stuff. He wrote this book, if I remember. And he said, personalization, mm -hmm. personalization. People want to know who they buy from. You know, who's a bigger, who's, who's bigger platform right now? Elon Musk or Tesla? Well, Elon. A hundred percent. Way more followers, right? The, the you know, it's like personal brand is, is never been bigger. Has it Tyler? No. People want to know who they buy from. And yeah. that's why good hearted people, you can't be afraid of this tool. This is the number one tool in the world now. And I actually spend a lot of time, you know, I work with pro athletes, you know, all the time, you know, uh, like I said, billionaires all the time. And they struggle with this too, because everybody at the, t like that is done really cool stuff. They have imposter syndrome. It's hard for them to get on camera. You know, it's like, I'm working with a football player right now, like unbelievable guy. He's like, Tyler, I don't know if I'm good enough to be on the podcast. You know, it's like, what if people don't want to listen to me? It's like all the things he's accomplished, Super Bowl, you know, champion, you know, it's like, it's like, no, dude, you're I, the one that needs to put it out there. Tyler, I had a Stanley Cup champion, a two-time Stanley Cup champion in my show. Get this. Yeah. He's, I says, hey, how's it going? He goes, ah, not too bad. He was in his truck. He did the show from his truck. He's like, uh -huh. yeah, he goes out. I've been sitting in my truck for a couple hours, digging up the courage to go do a cold call. I'm like, hold on a second. Uh, you played with Wayne Gretzky, some of the world's greatest hockey players. Yeah. Now, 20 years later, he's so insecure, we can't go make a sales call. Yeah. Bizarre to me, right?
but yet not yeah. bizarre, Tyler. It, we all go yeah. through it, you know? Yeah. It, 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 the people that have the most to offer the world or have done the most, they're, they're their own biggest self-advocates. I mean, that's another thing that probably keeps me going because nothing's good enough, you know? Yes. I yes. got to be stronger. I got to be faster. I got to have more business. You know, I got to have more experiences. I got to, you know, like nothing's ever good enough. Well, I'll tell you, so weaving bullying back into the conversation, you know, at, at the full circle, we're yeah. seeing it happening now in the big corporate world, Tyler Copenhagen Heath, you have to come down to fucking work. Mandate, you gotta be at work five days a week. Oh, no, you gotta be here seven days a week. I'd like yeah. to work remote. Nope, you gotta come to the office. What, yep. man? Like it's not lunch deals in factory world, man. So that in itself is turning companies against big brands and corporations and going, oh, I like Tyler. Tyler works for Coke and they wanna make him come to work with Tyler. Do oh, Tyler's an expert in this? Okay, great. Oh, Tyler's leaving. Great. Okay, I'll go. I'll hire Tyler. Tyler's personal brand to work for me because I don't like the fact Coke. I'm just picking on Coke. Sorry, is making yeah. their humans come back to the office. Like that's yeah. that's bullying right there. You talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. There's no fucking DEI going on in there. We're gonna tell. Like I get passionate about this because I started a remote, <laughs> I started a remote 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 company back before the internet was just starting out, and I was wondering yeah. why the hell people weren't doing the same thing I was doing. Um. Now, I understand all the reasons why to have got to go back to the office and office mandates because it's called real estate. You know, yeah. when you're the CEO of a big company in downtown Phoenix and your book is on and your building's on the books, you yep. better make sure people are coming into the office. But that is fucking bullying, man. Yeah, it is. Absolutely, bullying. it is. We we describe it one way and we get this vision, but it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's like my, my ex-girlfriend's uh, dad um, had a pie shop. You know, it's like, he had this little pie shop and he was selling to Costco. You know, they were making a really good living. And then the biggest pie, you know, restaurant in uh, in the world comes in and they move in right next door and they said, you're not going to sell your pies to Costco anymore. And they're like, no, we're going to keep doing that. They sued him until they went out of business. Yeah. That is not right. fair business, right? No. And that's why we have to use this tool because it's the only way we compete. If I hear about those kind of stories, and that's why I need to grow Glaive too. If we hear about those stories, secretly, I'm going to be sending my lawyers over there. You know, that's not right. Somebody has to defend that, right? So it's 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 too important, right? In every single way, all this stuff is tied together, and it comes down to rights and humanity. I'm going to sus I, I, I gotta kind of bring some humor into this, but I'm gonna suspect you're probably not an iPhone owner. I am actually I'm I'm an iPhone owner. Yeah. So you, so let's talk then. You must have conflict yeah. then with the way that Apple governs their policies because they are a bully. I'm yeah. gonna. Call, I, I I have fuck. I've 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 paid enough money for. It. I, I've supported that as well. So maybe yeah. I can be called a hypocrite. But they are a bully, Tyler. Yeah. I mean, we still. You know, I've considered. Like, I was actually considering bringing it up on my podcast. We have a business podcast, Two Underdogs. Yeah. And um, I was considering. Like, it's like for one month, I'm just gonna go out there and shop nothing but small business completely mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. it's not as easy like and then i would like like i got lost what in the semantics that? what do we call small business you know it's like uh, this tool that is the iphone is like i it's attached to my hip i'm using it all day long for good business stuff right yes. when do yes. we draw the line i mean but it could go back to steve jobs too because actually right. steve jobs is one of he has some of the best business nuggets in all of history and one of actually the only true self-made guys awful human being right and that's where I think you have to come to a conclusion that like Steve Jobs was good at business and awful at life, right? And that's okay. I'm going to take the business stuff and I'm going to take that and I'm going to use those business things and then I'm going to put that into me. But when I want somebody to admire in life, you know, I'm looking at like Dolly Parton, you know, it's like that is somebody worth admiring, you know? So like amazing human being, you know, it's like you take bits and pieces of people. We've never had Dolly Parton mentioned on our show. No? This do, have you, do you know her story? First time for everything. So yeah. I do kind of, but maybe, maybe not as close as, as close as I should. Tyler, tell me about Dolly Parton's story. I mean, she's backwoods as it gets, you know, oh, like no that. running yeah. water. Yes. Yeah. Like poor, poor, poor. And you know, like she does more for the world these days yes. than just about anybody else. You know, like I actually read a stat the other day that Dolly would be a billionaire if she didn't give so much away. No kidding. Like she's only like multimillionaire because like she gives so much of it away. Huh. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Ty, as we wrap up our hour together, I'm thoroughly enjoying our conversation. Thank you. Oh, you same. Been, you know, you, please stay in touch. I love you. Really, I love you've been really grateful with offering yourself to the audience and your beliefs and your values. Let's talk about Glaive. Let's talk about the tool you're building, the company you're building. Let's ensure the audience knows about the business and about 
Well, you're in the business that Tyler's building here. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I mean, Glaive is basically, we call it the big stick for small business. You know, mm-hmm. Roosevelt uh, was fond of quoting an African proverb that said, speak strongly and carry a big stick, which we loved, right? And so, but we thought the weapon should be cooler. And Glaive is this pole arm that's medieval and we're like, okay, we need a bigger weapon because it's a big fight. Yeah. And so that's what Glaive is. It's the big stick for small business. It basically, if I can sit you down in a room I can teach you accounting in three three hours. So we talked about accountants. I'm actually an accountant, you know, like not by profession, but I'm the best small business accountant I know. Like nobody can make the data better than me, right? And so it's like, I want to teach this stuff. It's an educational aspect, but I also want to lower the barrier to entry to things. It's like one of the things we do here is online right now, it costs from $500 to $1,000 to file for an LLC. It is a $40 fee through the state of Arizona. We even give you the stamp. So you walk in, we help you fill out the paperwork. We put the stamp on it, cost you $40 instead of 500 to 1,000. That's what Glaive's gonna do on a bigger level. Every step of the business process. It is gonna make it so the undertog can achieve business because the hard part about business should be the work, the hard work. But if they can do the hard work, why are we making them get caught up in all the red tape BS? I don't get that. Sure, you have to fire taxes. Let's make it easy to do that. Sure, you need a, 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 an entity, a business entity. Let's make it easy to do that. And then not only that, but let's not shove an LLC down your throat. Let's let you know why you're getting this. Let's ask you some questions and help you formulate that strategy properly. And that's basically what Glaive does. It steps in and helps with that. And the power of the platform is also going to allow us to be talking in DC about regulations that are affecting small business. Because I do believe for-profit companies maneuver better in the world than nonprofit companies at making change. Awesome. How do they? How does? How does our audience find you, Tyler? I'm super accessible. I make myself so. I even checked my junk f- files of my Instagram. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me at Tyler Uriah. Um, have a website at tyleruriah.com. Um, you can check out Bully This or Underdogs podcast uh, for my podcast. Um, anything I can do to help help anybody. If you're similarly minded entrepreneur, love to t- connect with you. I'm glad to meet Keith today. Like I'll, I'll stay a connection of yours. I'm positive of it. Yeah. Um, more good people need to find each other in the world so we can change things. I agree. I agree. Tyler Copenhagen Heath. Awesome discussion today, man. Thank you for joining me today. Live in the lab. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for bringing me in. I'm going to uh, move you off to the green room for a quick moment. I'm going to say goodbye to the audience and then i'm going to uh yeah, really come back and walk you up thank you all right so there we go hey we're always bringing good humans here to the lab and if you're watching right now i see you watching go back and tune into the beginning go hear what we had to say about kindness and bullying there's bullying all around us there actually is bullying all around us bullying in business bullying in life bullying children bullying adults and i'm pretty confident that if you spend an hour listening to tyler you're gonna rethink your approach to things. I'm Keith Bills. I sit here in the lab. I talk to interesting, awesome people every single day. Although some days I just get to do it myself. But regardless, we're here Monday to Monday, noon central, one o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific. We go live. Then we drop the shows on all the podcast platforms after we've done some fun with them. So I invite you guys to tune in tomorrow. We've got another guest joining us. Always bringing guests. I'm live in the lab. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, I forgot. Subscribe to the show. Just do it. Inside.bapple.ai. Then you get the stuff. You get emails sent to us. Go to the YouTube channel. Hit subscribe to that as well. But just subscribe. And if you really like what we're doing, it would be awesome if you wouldn't give us a rating. I know I'm kind of asking, but that's just how this whole thing works. And the algorithms need to be prompted. So we're doing our job. Just need you guys to help with that job. Go give us a rating. Go give us a review. If it sucks, tell us it sucks and we'll try to do better. If it's great, tell us it's great and we'll keep doing it. We'll see you guys later.